Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Cincinnati's Q102. Jeff and Jen, a few patches of fog out there this morning. Otherwise, a sun cloud mix expected today with temperatures in the mid-80s. Right now, it's 61 at Q102. All right. What are there more of, introverts or extroverts? Also, if you like hot pockets, wait till you try cold pockets. It is Thursday, the 19th of May of 2022. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. All right, before we get to those stories... Uh, let's talk about latest trends, what we're up to, what we're doing, how we're sleeping, how we're eating. There are a ton of pet stories out there right now because it is National Pet Month, but this one caught our attention. A new poll of 2,000 pet owners found that two-thirds of us let our pets sleep in bed with us now. And 7 out of 10 think they actually sleep better with their pet next to them. Mm. Now... Gracie and I have an agreement. You can sleep with us, mm-hmm. but no more of your yowling in the middle of the night. Just she to get in the bed, <laughs> lie down, get in and lie down. Joe couldn't relax. Like he would get in the bed, and then he would and he would walk over me, and then he mm-hmm. would get out, and then he would jump back up. And he was just like, he's in he was a nocturnal animal. I mean, so was Gracie to an extent, but you know she eventually settles down and will just kind of curl up between me and Kristen. Yeah, and, and yeah. it's good, but. We had a, I had to build a ramp for Merle because my bed is so high up off the ground and he would jump down off of it and I was worried about him hurting his back. So there's like this big ramp that my friend built for yeah. him to get into the bed. And he he's good. He doesn't bother me. It's I have two different cats that uh, Biggin likes to lick my face in the middle of the night. Mm. And then you have yeah. two cats and a dog in the bed with you. Well, sometimes three cats. Oh, dang. There's four cats. Four out of the six are kind of take turns uh-huh. in the bed. There's two that don't really come in there. But yeah. So yep. tell me about the height of your bed. You've talked about that before. How you have a very high <laughs> I've bed. I've seen what it. Was Jeff, <laughs> it's about as high as this countertop. Was, is there a reason that, it's so high? I, you know, this. I think it's higher than the countertop. I don't know why, but ever since I was a kid, I always wanted a bed that was really high up off the ground. I don't know where it comes from. I don't know if there was some story I read as a kid about a princess. I don't know if it's a princess in the pea kind That's of kinda thing. That's kind of what I think of. Like or, I think of that as like royalty would have a bed that was high. I the just, queen yeah. or a princess She's an empress, yeah. so Come she on, clearly I am. deserves a high bed. Clearly. In a previous life, I so was a Chinese like, empress. Off the ground, and then you have like a... Like no, hot. it's just a big bed how for it's how the bread up? came. How do, do you I, use I the step ramp? on the side? Ladder? No. Oh. I step on the... She gets the, a run and go. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I climbing did into an point. SUV. Right. Right. You know, she's got like steps. a little handle up there on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. To steady herself. You got running boards on the side of that that retract. There is kind of a little bit of a running board that I used to step up. That's so funny. Uh, Kristen and I stayed at a Sonder 
which is kind of like it's kind of like a hotel motel, but they're apartments. They're like little efficiency studios. Mm-hmm. When we were in D.C., and they're supposed to be a little less expensive, and those beds were very low. Yeah, yeah. We also stayed at a uh, at a Nobu in Palo Alto. Same deal. I don't know if that's an emerging trend or yeah. if there's something about that for health reasons now that people hmm. are spending. Well, on Selling Sunset, when they take tours of homes out in L.A. or in that area, a lot of the beds are on the floor. I love being close to the floor. I don't know why. I never had it that way growing up, but now we have like a, what is that called? Like a platform bed mm-hmm. yeah. where it just it goes up six inches and then the mattress is on those wooden slats. Yeah, that's how all the beds in I Selling love Sunset that. are. Hmm. I wonder if there's some kind of health benefit to one or the other or if it's just a trendy thing we, hmm. we're going through right now. So Nick, the dog, so let's flash back for a second. Steve would go under the covers, down to the bottom, and burrow up. And <laughs> That's so funny. He'd go down at night and come up in the morning, and that was it. Uh, Nick likes to start between us with his paws out of the covers with his head on the pillow, oh, laying on his back funny. like he's a freaking human. That's like he's hilarious. One of you. That's yes. great. It's like your mm. little kid is there. I mean, it's cute. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, um. so does he roll over and get positioned? Once yeah, you guys and then he takes over, and it's like, bro, boot it. You're not paying the rent here, so he he'll stay there for a minute, and then he'll eventually. That's leave. sweet, though. It is very yeah. yeah. It's cute. He like licks one way and then kisses the other way, <laughs> and then finds his position. I'm like, oh my god, can this be any damn cuter? That is cute. Now move. <laughs> Jamming your paws in my back, right? Well, here's a weird food combo we didn't see coming. For National Pizza Party Day tomorrow, Pepsi worked with the Culinary Institute of America, and they came up with Pepsi-infused pepperoni, and they're calling it Pepsironi. They say the Pepsi adds a sort of citrusy sweetness to it. We talked about this on the Facebook Live video this morning, in case you missed it. New Yorkers can actually try this tomorrow at a pizza place in lower Manhattan. And then the plan is, I guess, they're going to offer it up in other cities soon, but they haven't said where yet. Hmm. Uh, For everyone who cannot try it, they're doing two different pizza-related deals tomorrow. You can get $5 off a DoorDash pizza order if you buy a Pepsi with it. And you can get $3 back if you post a photo of yourself with a pizza and a Pepsi on social media with the hashtag BetterWithPepsi. Oh, God. And then you also have to text <laughs> Pepsi and <laughs> pizza. Anymore. To, God, yeah. these are so annoying. I know. It's a lot of work to go through for three bucks. Yeah, never mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if somebody brought it to you, would you try it? Let's just go that sure. route. Don't you think you would? More of a Coca-Cola guy, but sure, why not? Now, if you are a McDonald's fan, you may have heard of Don Gorski from Wisconsin. Now, Don holds the Guinness World Record for the most Big Macs eaten since 1999. Wow. And he has officially been at it for 50 years. Now, this guy averages two Big Macs a day. (gasps) What? That's a lot. Oh, yeah. And he keeps receipts for every order in case anyone wants to question him. Dating back to 1972, he has those receipts. Oh, my God. So he can tell you that in 50 years, there have only been eight days in his life in the past 50 years when he hasn't had at least one Big Mac. And as of Tuesday, he has eaten 32,944 Big Macs. Oh, my God. And he always has them with a side of Coca-Cola. 
I've only missed eight days in 50 years, which is phenomenal. I've counted every Big Mac I've eaten my whole life. All through life here, a lot of people said, well, aren't you going to, you'll be dead before you reach 50 years of eating Big Macs. I guess I proved them wrong. I'll show you. And he is not stopping at this milestone. He says he will continue eating Big Macs until the day he does die. Uh, well, he must like them a lot. I, I would love discount. Yeah, I would love to hear. You know, I'm sure he has to say, you know, back when I first started eating Big Macs, they were only 99 cents. <laughs> they used to be a little bit bigger. See, they used to be a little bit bigger and... <laughs> right. Uh, for those of us who are trying to eat a little healthier, if I were to ask you how many salads the average American has every week, what would you guess? Two, max. Two or three? I would two. say two, yeah. Two, max. Uh, according to this poll, it's four. Now, keep in mind, this was self-reported and not observed. <laughs> so, so people are lying. That, that number might be a little juiced. The poll also asked what the ultimate salad is. What, in your mind, is the ultimate salad and the winning combination seem to be? Okay, picture this. We're building the ultimate salad, taking chopped iceberg lettuce, tossing it with dressing, presenting it as a side dish, and loading it with toppings such as roasted vegetables. But it also needs to include crunchy toppings like croutons, along with a a savory topping like hard-boiled eggs. I don't know about that. The least popular salad toppings include seeds, popcorn. <laughs> Pop, who puts popcorn on a salad? I've never heard of that. Uh, and then beans and rice. That's not a salad. There are so many good salads in this town, though. Yes, yeah, so many. I like, it, I like it soaked with whatever dressing is. Like, if I'm making a salad at home... And I, I make, I like to make my own dressings. I put it in like an old Tupperware bowl that I got from my grandma. It's it got up. the lid on it, and yeah. I seal it up, and I shake the bleep out of it, so everything is just drenched. That's See, I how like you, to do that with those salad kits. Yeah, like, you know same. how Dole and Kroger mm-hmm. they have those salad kits, and you pour all the ingredients in a bowl, and then you can shake it up, and then everything's kind of all together. Yeah, but everything from like, I feel like. Salads aren't salads when you add all that other stuff. Like, aren't you just? It's really easy to make a salad very unhealthy. Cheese and cucumber. (laughs) It doesn't take much to really, you know. You think, oh, I'm being. This is really good. I think I'll have a salad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Put all kinds of crap on it. It is my favorite food, though. To be honest, like I love salads. I do too. Like it's hands down. I mean, pizza clearly is my favorite food. But if you were to only eat one thing for the remainder of life, it would be a combination of different salads. Hmm. I would say, let's see, maybe my top three salads that I like here in the tri-state. I like, uh, tri- you know, Trio Bistro's got a really good, uh, like, King Scottish salmon mm-hmm. salad that's got, like, a citrusy vinaigrette that's really good. Nice. That I can't good. get enough of that. Uh, our friends at Pies and Pints, they got that, just that, any Their of the dressing salads are good, good. But I like the side salad. That dressing, that vinaigrette mm-hmm. dressing is awesome. And you can add like whatever protein you want, whether it's pulled pork or chicken or steak or whatever you want. If a, if a dressing makes my nipples fling up, it is a good dressing. It's a good dressing. That, <laughs> yeah. That's the yeah. indicator. I do like making my own too. You're right about that. Uh, Chick fil A's Cobb salad with that avocado ranch dressing, I think, is excellent. I could eat that every day. I like that Boucheron salad. Don't you oh, wait, eat that I every do. day? <laughs> <laughs> Look for Jeff in his car in the parking lot oh, over yeah. there next to. What about at Via Vite? They have the Boucheron salad. I do like the Boucheron salad with the goat cheese. Yes, but it's like fried goat 
goat cheese. You or guys something. go a little crazy over the one at Jeff Ruby's. Jeff Ruby's has oh, good yeah. salads. Oh, the Freddy's. The Freddy's really good. Yeah. Dewey's has good mm. salads. <laughs> yep. Yeah. They're yep. out there. Four salads every. How is that even possible? Four salads. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal windows. Direct. When it comes to windows, doors, roofing, siding, and gutters, I'm a fan of Universal Windows Direct. And right now, you can get 15% off roofing, siding, and gutters. Check out uwdsouthwestohio.com or call 513-755-1800. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. I got a lot of people weighing in on uh, the Tri-State's best salads. Let's hear, let's hear. (laughs) That's what you do. You tap into what people really care about right there. Yeah, no kidding. I can't wait to try some of these. Let's hear them. Uh, Taste of Belgium has excellent salads, and I forgot about that. They they really do. Uh, And Mackenzie River has an excellent Greek salad. Which they reminded me, Skyline's got a great Greek salad. Oh, I love the Skyline. I like the fact that you can take that, like, they have dressing now that you can buy and make it at your Mm -hmm. house, too, if you want. Keep them coming. Uh, Meanwhile, it's interesting how different the answers are here. How much money do you think someone needs to make a year to officially be considered rich? How much money do you need to make a year to be officially considered rich? A lot. New poll has found that your answer probably depends on how old you are. Okay. Gen Zers said $394,000 a year is the magic number. You know, I guess the question is, how do you define rich? Do you define rich as living in a house that's worth X amount of dollars or driving a specific car or wearing specific clothes or, you know, what what is the lifestyle that you consider to be a rich lifestyle? Your income. Well, like she's saying though, like, do they travel to the Maldives? Do they? Or they do, don't get do, into any of that. Yeah. No. The, uh, the only specific they have outside of what your salary is is like what you have in savings, which is the million dollar mark. Once you hit the seven figures, then once you've saved a million dollars, then you're rich. Yeah. Even though it, you know, doesn't buy what it used to. Yeah, maybe four hundred thousand ish. Well, that's what Gen Zers say about three hundred ninety-four thousand dollars. But millennials think it's much higher than that. Now, you're not really rich if you're making anything less than $721,000. A year? Hmm. A year. What percentage of the population makes over 700000 The 1%. <laughs> it's even less than that because what? The 1% is making over what? I don't even know. I, you know, I thought, I thought yeah, that Yeah, what is the current 1%? 1%. Now, we'll wasn't the, it around like 400000 I thought? It was. So, so if it's up around seven hundred. How much is the one percent making? <laughs> yeah, what do you what do you have to make per year to be considered the one percent in the one percent? I feel like for me, I would I don't know what the number would be, but it would be not having to think about how much is in the bank. When is payday? Well, like not having to have those thoughts when I would like to purchase something or go somewhere, or do an event. It's like, oh, do we have the? Do we have to scrape some money? Do we have to wait till payday? Oh yeah. Like if I don't have to have those thoughts. Well, the then research, I feel like I would be feeling pretty good. Yeah, there's research out there that says, though, the more money that you make, the more you worry about losing it all. 
and that that happiness point is right at the 70, 75, you know, between 75 and 100,000. And once you're making that, you know. So I had here, it says, this is this data is from 2020, and it said the top 1% are averaging 823,000. Oh, wow. So 700 and some thousand isn't even in the top 1%. That's in 2020, so I'm not sure. I don't see any new data on that yet. Right. So here's what's interesting. The older you get, so Gen Xers, Generation Xers, say that no, 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 no. You're not really rich. If you're making anything less than $887,000 a year. Because they've been in the game for a while and they realize the more money you make, the more money you spend, the more responsibilities you have. Also, the more money you make, the more money they take. Yes. But I do think, kind of to your point, (laughs) a lot of the perspective has to do with these folks. You know, the older they get, you know, maybe the more money they think you need in order to be rich. And that could very well have to do with the fact that these particular people are making, you know, pretty good money. Maybe they're making half a million dollars a year. And like you said, it's not enough for them. And they still don't have everything they want. Yeah. So their definition of rich is something out of their reach. Right. And I think there's misconceptions. I think there's like, okay, if I'm making a hundred thousand dollars, then this is the the house that I can afford. This is the car that I can drive. These are the vacations that I can take. And then you make $100,000 and you're like, wow, if I bought that house and that car and went on those vacations, I'd be totally broke. You would have no money. So (laughs) I was wrong. You need more money than that to live like that. Well, the good news is 51% of Americans are fairly optimistic about their future. They believe that they will be rich someday. Oh, good. And 53% of Americans, just over half of Americans, say that regardless of what you've heard, money actually can buy happiness. It can buy security. Yeah. I'm rich in my heart every day. Well, that's Just hanging with you guys. I I mean, the real things in life that make you rich have nothing to do with money. And that's what I think about that survey. I think I need to dream bigger on the rich scale if I think three, four hundred thousand is going to get me there. What was it? Was it NeNe on Real Housewives of Atlanta would be like, I'm rich, bitch. Yeah. I'm rich, bitch. (laughs) Christine Quinn does that, too, on Selling Sunset. Like, I don't need to take care of that. I'm rich. Going to take a quick break here. We're going from money back to food again. (laughs) (laughs) That's our thing. That's right. Hot pockets to cold pockets. And are you an introvert or an extrovert? What are there more of in this world? The answer might surprise you. But first, let's check those roads once again. Here's Denise Johnson now with your latest traffic. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.